Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Yeah! Yeah! ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Happy Wednesday. It's November 1st, Yurko. It's officially the holiday season. I think we should play Christmas music today. Happy holidays. Yeah, it's usually, November. Usually we play it in September, Carmen. We haven't we played it yet, though. I know. We missed the boat. We won't be the first. We should fire up. A, well, is anybody playing it yet? November 1st. All the Christmas stuff is out at all the stores. Yeah. Well, That's for damn sure. You'll see it everywhere. Yeah. That is for And when sure. you see snow on the ground, you know what it is, right? It's coming. It's Christmas season. I had to clean the car off this morning. Yeah. You know what that means? It's, it's here. It's Christmas season. Talked to my sister yesterday. Talked about... Uh, you know who's going to have? Yeah. Who's going to host? Gene's already making her, his list. I convinced her to host both Good. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Nice. She says, "You know, it gets expensive." I go, "Is that all it's going to need to happen at your house? That's fine." Yurko will peel Boom, off a few storage keys. Storage keys. About it. You know, I buy I buy the lamb. You know, I buy the lamb already. Yeah. You're, 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 listen, don't say I don't defray uh, no uh, cost. Yurko will peel off a few storage keys to not have to. Do it at his house just well, last, to be able to go and be entertained year, at his. I forgot I didn't have soup bowls. We had soup. Well, forgot good, we didn't have that's soup gonna be a, That's going to be a problem. Yeah. So tis the problem. holiday season. Yes, and, and call my I mom. I don't want to hear. No, it's hey, too early. It's not. It's to never mom. too early. I got to order half a lamb. Yeah. I got to call my guys, the Dursich guys. You know. Get those guys uh, cooking for me. See if it's not too late. It's not. And the point well, is, it's, it's November not too late 1st. to order. Might be too late to order. Mm. They well, put their orders in that. early. You know? It's the holiday season. It's November. Uh, it is week nine in the NFL. It'll start tomorrow. The Bears will play Sunday in New Orleans. The tumultuous season for the Bears continues as another coach has been dismissed overnight. <laughs> what's going on up there? I don't know, man. So what's happening? David what, what Walker. Happened? Give me the news. Uh, the running backs coach, David Walker, David is Walker, out. our beast coach. They worked right in front of us when I was at my one practice. That I was so disappointed. Is that right? The one practice I was at, they were working right in front of us, remember? Yeah. Uh, Saw all the guys yeah, there. I think you're Herbert, right. Hero, yeah. Dontrell Willis. Courtney. Um, not Dontrell Willis. Willis. Devontae Foreman. Is that our Devonta guy? Devontae Foreman, yeah. 21? Yeah. yeah. Devontae, Devontae Foreman. Foreman. Yeah. Uh, Courtney Cronin writes that the Bears Human Resources Department was involved in the decision. Oh, boy. Bears coach Matt Eberflus announced Walker's dismissal Wednesday but did not disclose reasons for the decision other than saying, quote-unquote, standards were not met. That's a recurring theme up yeah, there. Yeah, standards aren't being met. I don't know met. what standards are being met. You're 2-6. and six. Abdallah made the point in the meeting uh, upstairs, the brief meeting that we always have. He goes, you realize their two wins are against a Washington team that's going to be firing its entire coaching yep. staff at the end of the year that is selling off everybody at the deadline. Well, oh, and the other yeah. win against... The Raiders, who did fire their coach and their GM overnight, I think, and their offensive coordinator. I think coordinator. the litmus test is: if we don't beat Chicago, we've got to blow it up. I that's think that's exactly test. it. So notice this as we move forward: if the Bears beat somebody, it won't be soon thereafter. People are getting fired. It's kind of why Peggy and I talked a lot about it on Friday. Like, had the Bears gone in and beaten the Chargers? Oh I, yeah. I, I wondered. I said to Peggy, "I go, do you think?" Brandon Staley's the coach Monday morning? He might not have been. What do you think they're worrying about Dennis Allen's worrying about right now in New Orleans? He's wor- let's we got to win, beat. guys. Let's not get beat. Wait, we're going to get the... Otherwise... Yeah, we're going to get Chicago'd. We're all getting fired. We're all getting fired. You lose to the Bears, you're getting fired. They, That's how far it's fallen. They have yet to win back-to-back games under Matt Eberflus. 
There are only two wins this year, as we just uh, documented, are against two totally dysfunctional teams. The Raiders, we told you all week leading up to that game, the Raiders are an embarrassment. I mean, they scored 14 points the other night. One was on a pick six. I don't know what Jared Goff was doing on that pick six. That offense is an abomination. It's, It's worse. It might be worse than the Steelers' offense. So those are the two wins. But Matt Eberflus, you listen to the coach speak, and holy cow, things are good. Don't worry. Nope, everything's fine. I'm going to play you a three-minute chunk here. The reporters oh. were trying to get to the bottom of what the hell happened with another one of their coaches. You know, it's my, my favorite chunk. Three-minute chunk's a great one. Do you have a six-minute chunk in there? <laughs> I don't. That's even better than the three-minute chunk. I don't have a, right, a six-minute give, chunk. Give me the three-minute chunk of Matt Eberflus. This is uh, Matt Eberflus talking to the media just about an hour ago about another position coach that had to be removed and dismissed by the Bears midseason. David Walker with the support you know, from Ryan. Uh, Kevin and ownership, uh, we have made the decision uh, this morning that a running back coach, uh, Coach Walker, uh, has been relieved of his duties. Um, as the head coach, uh, we are building a program and have standards to uphold to as a staff and organization, both on and off the field. And those standards were not met. Um, I'm not going to get into details other than he's no longer on the staff. Uh, Omar Young. God forbid we get details. We've taken over the running back coaching spot uh, today. Um, has really good experience with that. Has coached at the college level, also the pro level. Um, he's uh, was currently working with the receivers, you know, and then also the passing game with the quarterbacks. And uh, he'll make that transition really good. That's a great room. We have a lot of good pros in there in that room, and that's going to be a smooth transition. I have addressed those changes uh, with my staff, the leadership council, and the entire football team this morning. Um, with that, I'll open up to questions. And just to be clear, this is behavioral related with David. Yeah, I understand the question, uh, but that's what I'm going to share. That's what I share. Nothing to do with his football coaching ability. Like I said, that's that's where it is. Two assistants from your staff now that have exited the building in a span of six weeks. What is your level of accountability? Yeah, like I said, it's disappointing. Um, you know, from my my vantage point, uh, but we have a standard to uphold to. And when we hit, when that standard is not met, we act, and uh, we act accordingly, and that's what we did today. But Matt, Matt, to Dan's question though, like this is two guys on your staff that you hired. What is your responsibility for this instability and these issues coming up? Guys that you did background checks on and worked with. Yep, I would say that uh, the responsibility is there because I'm the head football coach. Um, but I would also say that the standard right has to be met, and when it's not met, you know, you make a decision, and we did that. You pride yourself on building a team based on culture, yet by week nine, two coaches are off the staff. Is there a culture issue within your coaching staff? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, so uh, the culture uh, in our building is outstanding. Um, the guys work hard every single day. Uh, the relationship piece is there. Uh, we care about each other, and uh, we're working diligently, you know, to get this thing turned. You know, we're two and two in the last two games. You know, one game was real close, had a chance at that one, and we really feel we we're turning the corner. Um, there and we feel excited about this week, um, but uh, to answer your question, our culture is awesome. Do you, do you, do you have to like, vet these guys better though? Like when you sit down, is there something missing in the interview process? Or yeah, I would just I would say that uh, you know we take pride in that. We take pride in vetting the guys, uh, just player, coach, staff. We take a pride in that. But again, when the standards aren't met, you know we we take action, and that's where it is. But do you feel like you erred in your evaluation of the coaches that have left? I would say that, uh, like I said, we're just uh, we take pride in that, 
Okay, and then you know, again, the actions are actions, and then we got to take action uh, for the actions. actions are you actions. feel like you erred in your evaluation? I will say, what did he just say? Actions are actions, and then you take action. I don't know how he could say they have a, like an awesome culture. I, I mean, I'm going to use you know. that tonight. Well, actions are actions, and then you take action for the actions of actions. I like that. What did he say at the end of the year? Adam cut a shorter chunk of this. Hold on. Adam and Chris put a shorter chunk in here. Listen, this is the end. Absolutely not. Absolutely okay, not. Okay, this is when Courtney, I think, had asked the question, right, guys? She yeah, said, do you, do you have, have a culture, culture issue? Culture okay, listen, listen to this. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You know, so uh, the culture uh, in our building is outstanding. Um, the guys work hard every single day. Uh, the relationship piece is there. Uh, we care about each other. And uh, we're working diligently you know, to get this thing turned. You know, we're two and two in the last two games. You know, one game was real close. had a chance at that one. And we really feel we're turning the corner um, there. And we feel excited about this week. Uh, but uh, to answer your question, our culture is awesome. Ooh. Two position coaches fired. That hardly yeah, ever that happens. Chase Claypool had to get shipped out of town. You've got... Five wins in 25 games. I, I, I've seen Oof. coaches fired for incompetence. You ever see anything like this where two I, coaches I, I, in the I middle of the season? Human resources kind of jump in. You remember the Miami offensive line coach that was snorting cocaine in his office? Yeah, remember vaguely. That? Yeah, yes. You know, he's sending a, a, the video message to the stripper. Yes. Remember that? Yes. He's uh, doing lines in, in his office I, trying to impress her. That was like, what, about 10, 15 years no, ago? No, not, was not it even that, that long ago. Not even that like, long ago? It was ago? like six to eight years ago. Was it? I yeah. do remember this. He's yeah. doing rails on the crazy train. Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, now, that was one that I remember, you know? <laughs> this guy fell in love with a, with a stripper. You know, that's what happens. You go see that pole dancing, man. Your mind goes bad sometimes. God, I want to say something yeah. so badly. I know you I, do. I just can't. What, what's this? Are you setting me up there? on purpose? I fell in love with Are a you doing this on purpose there? to me? It was 2017 that the Miami coach. Six years ago. Who was it? Got fired. Six years 2017. ago. 2017. Chris Forrester. There you go. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, so you've seen one of those. Hey, and now this guy might be a great offensive line coach, but all of a sudden now, you know, you can't be doing that. Have you ever experienced anything like this? Uh, on, a, on a staff no. in the middle of a season? You know, we had a guy up in uh, Green Bay early in my career. 91 was... Uh, you don't have to say names either. I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm right, not yeah, going to yeah, say yeah, names at, at all. Yeah. He, he liked booze. Yeah. And he was always boozed up. Mm. On the road, especially. When we'll be on the road, but when we come into meetings, he, he was already three sheets to the wind. And so did it come to a point where... Well, it came to the point where the coach at the time kind of handled it. And was just it told him, Hey. Lindy was the head coach. Yeah, yeah. Lindy was, that's what I mean. Lindy yeah. was the head coach, yeah. And said, hey. Yeah. Stani, stop. Stani. Yeah, Stani, stop. <laughs> so uh, it came to that. And soon thereafter, uh, at the end of that year, that uh, staff was released. That's when they brought Holmgren in. Okay. They retained Jerron. They retained Greg Blosh. So they retained two of the coaches from the old staff. And they hmm. they had them there, and then they brought the rest of the guys in there. And that's the legendary Mariucci, Gruden, right. Andy Reid. Right. That whole staff ended up coming in. Not too bad. Yeah. Well, uh, all right, if you want to talk Bears with us, whether it's what the hell's happened with some of the dysfunction within this coaching staff and the organization, uh, the Montez sweat trade, which you know, we still don't have any news on a contract extension. I think it took the Dolphins last year, Yurko, about 48 hours to announce the extension after they made the trade and uh, acquisition of Bradley Chubb. So maybe we'll give it another day or so. 
Uh, he's going to take the physical today. If he passes that, which we assume he will, uh, Montez Sweat will officially be a bear. Uh, I, I honestly, we brought this up a lot yesterday. We, I think we'd all be stunned if this was not coupled with a contract extension. Like you'd think that the framework would be in place. Uh, the Bears aren't going for anything in 2023. They're two and six. I don't know why you trade a valuable second-round pick if you weren't certain he was going to sign with your team. Yes. I guess Dan Graziano was saying this morning that as he understands it, they're they're. How did uh, Danny sent me the? Uh, how did he put it, Carb? Uh, hold on, old Dan Graziano. Hold on, I need Zetterman to send me the uh, quote. Um, what do you have to say, Carb? Old Dan Graziano. How did he put it with Montez Sweat? What was his theory? What's the word on the street, Carm? I'm, saying, I'm asking exactly? Danny because Danny yeah. was telling me about it. He said that Graziano sort of intimated that there is nothing that's imminent. And I'm like, man, well, oh, man, that would be. a franchise tag on it. So Boy, that's, uh, well, no matter geez. what the uh, negotiations are, you got a franchise tag you can slap on him. But that's not what you want to do, is well, it? Well, whether you want to do it or not, if you want to stop him from leaving, that's what you do. I guess I'm just surprised that they'd be in a position where they have to stop him from leaving with a franchise tag. You just traded what's probably going to be. Well, I mean, he uh, didn't have any choice in it. Montez Sweat didn't have any. Uh, no, hey, no, I understand. But what but... do you think if we send you to Chicago? Would you like that? Uh, there was no. He, they came to him and said, you've been traded, period. Montez Sweat is of the, of, of the, of the mindset going, wait a minute. I'm going to be a free agent. You weren't going to sign me here. You traded me. And now, in essence, I've become an indentured servant to Chicago. How do you know Montez Sweat even wants to be here? Well, how did how did Bradley? Uh, no, Bradley. Sometimes you get I great said players. Bradley Beal. How did Bradley Chubb sign an extension two days after they made that trade? If I, I, how well, do I'm not teams... saying you can't. No, no, sign no. no, no but what I'm saying is, how do other teams do this? Couple it with extensions, and the Bears are going to be left with with their pants around their ankles. Because they weren't sure if Montez Sweat was going to agree to a contract extension. Like I don't understand that. I, how do you? How do you even have a semblance of a thought? Well, don't they have some They're bad the channels stuff the, that they do? You want illegal stuff? Is yes, what you're asking? That's for. what I'm asking for. You want illegal stuff? I'm an outlaw. To happen. Stuff where Bears can lose um, future draft choices is what you're looking to do. I mean, this is what has happened in the past where draft choices were lost. Here's what you know. You went, you identified a defensive lineman that you think can help your pass rush, not only this year, but going into the future. You made the trade for him. You probably overpaid for him, okay? Now, the, the Montez Sweat's like, whoa, what's going on? I'm going, where? Chicago? It seems like a dead franchise to me. Montez Sweat himself says dead franchise. I was going to be a free agent. I can go anywhere I want. Now I'm going to go here, and I might not be able to go anywhere I want because they're going to put a tag on me. Well, fine. You put the tag on me. We negotiate a long-term deal. Help secure my big, lengthy contract that's going to take care of me for the rest of my life. Okay, let's find a way to figure it out. Four years, five years, $120 million, something like that. Five years, $115 million. That's what Montez Sweat is going to want. That's what he's looking at. So I think you're right about that. As long numbers. as you pay him, he'll be happy here. Okay. So that's it. You, but you can't sit there through back channels, through no, secret really, agent, no. man. I think if you go there and you say, hey, we want to trade for this guy. Do we agree upon a trade? We'd like to be able to talk to his agent. Can we talk to his agent? You get permission to talk to the agent and say, we're looking to get, we want him and we want to sign him to an extension. I guess that's now what the I'm process, wondering. But that's up front. That's not back channels. 
That's okay. up front. Right. We're going to trade for him. We'd like permission to talk to his agent. All right. And then the so team, that's okay. Washington, the, the Commodores, you get permission from them. And now, all of a sudden, there you are speaking to the agent saying, this is what our intentions are. This is what we would like. So that's not even back channels you're saying. That's, that's part front. of business that's if, if you're up front. Yeah. Well, I, th- I would think that they would have engaged in some of those Well, they, you can engage and talk, but sometimes you don't agree to a contract instantaneously. All right. Uh, let's continue sometimes to Sometimes you've got to earn your money. You know, if you're the agent and it just falls in your lap like that, sometimes you've got to earn your money a little bit. Let's continue to discuss 312-332-3776. Courtney will join us. Courtney Cronin live at Hallis in about 15 minutes. We'll be right back. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Don't forget to hang with us on Friday. Wrap the week. November 3rd, Southside, Tinley Park, B-Dubs, Yurk. We got another football feast. Can't wait. Yeah, we'll be drinking Tinley. Cole Miller Light. We got Bears tickets to give away. Yeah, we'll be in Tinley. And we'll be uh, getting ready to give our final thoughts on Bears and Saints in Week 9. Then in Week 10, it's a quick turnaround for the Bears. They play in the short week for the second time this season. They'll play Thursday Night Football against the one-win Carolina Panthers. See if they walk in with two after this coming weekend. uh, Come hang with us in Tinley Park at Buffalo Wild Wings for another rip-roaring fun day of football talk. It's going to be a football feast with Miller Lite. Panthers are at home against the Colts as a short dog this week. They covered and won outright as a short dog against Houston last week. All right, we're talking Bears. Montez Sweat, another coach fired, lots of drama. Uh, Tyson Bajan probably going to meet the media in about 30 minutes. So we'll bring you some of that live here on your home for Bears football, ESPN Chicago. Eddie's on the north side. What's up, Eddie? Hey, hey Carmen, you're uh, let me right off the bat, I'm going to tell you. I disagree with Greeny 98% of the time, but he's dead on with this trade. It was absolutely horrible. What, what's Ryan Poles trying to do? Save McCaskey money that he couldn't go after this guy and keep the second-round draft pick at the end of the year? No, I don't think that, so. What? I don't well, think so. the team's not going anywhere. What? What's he going to improve the team where you get even a – a, a, a lower draft pick, or no. you know, you know yeah. what I mean. I, right. On the thing, it's like, well, why, why do it now? I don't know. You I know? think the only the only thing I can come up with is they wanted him that badly, and they didn't want anybody else to have him. That's the only thing I can think of. Any, I, I don't think it's about saving you don't money. Think this guy's going to be angry about it. It's like, wow, these guys got me, and they're going to put a franchise tag on me. I want out of here. Yeah. Do you nah, think he's going to be happy nah. about that, Eddie? He's <laughs> not going to be happy about it. Negotiate the deal, then. Yeah, I you don't, don't get a franchise yeah. tag yeah, I, I know. if you negotiate but, the you could, deal. But uh, hey, York, he, they could have went after him after the year is over and maybe pay a little bit more money. But what does Poles care? Look at all his moves already. Uh, here's your problem, so, though. So I give up a little more money. What, you if, know? what if Montez Sweat would look at it and say, right, Thanks, Eddie. There's no way in hell I'm going to the Bears at the end of the season. Of I'm, course. I'm, yeah, absolutely. Why am I going to the Bears? Right. For what? And so what if I got two other suitors that uh, are a little bit better off? And more further along, heading in the right direction. Some league insiders think Atlanta was also trying to get him. Atlanta? Yeah. And so that's, you know, they lost Grady Jarrett. Um, yeah. I, so there was some, I read some stuff last night where uh, people thought that the Atlanta Falcons were trying to get him. And that's why Poles sort of did the overpay now. And it, it, that, that's what it potentially could be, depending on how this shakes out with, you know, giving up such a high second round pick. 
But that uh, I think you nailed it. Like they were, they didn't want to do though. Well, let's wait and try to get him in free agency. We yeah. want him. We're trying to jump the market again because it, it just doesn't look good. Brian Burns is probably not going to be available at any point here. Probably not going to be available in the spring. And the crop of pass rushers isn't great. They were a little turned off by Chase Young's knee cap, and others had reported that. And so they wanted Montez Sweat. They were maybe in a little bit of a bidding war with the Atlanta Falcons, and they got that. I think oh, that's why go. they went and got him. Sweat attended Stevenson High School in Stone Mountain, Georgia. He's from down there, yes. Well, there you go. Yeah. So would he want to go to Atlanta? Maybe. Maybe he wants to go home. Uh, yes, that could be. And so, okay, Atlanta, in the offseason, hey, this guy wants to go back to Atlanta. Right. He doesn't want to come to Chicago. Right. So you had to make the move if you wanted to keep him as a player for your team. There you go. Or you could have just... Did you overpay? Yeah. Or I you could have st- taken a, a 35th overall pick and addressed a, a glaring need on yeah. your team. I yeah. mean, you could have done that, well, too. I, I always look at Joey Porter Jr. Oof. Boy, he's good, isn't he? Tony in Yorkville. What's up? Hey, what's going on, boys? What's up, Tony? Not much. Uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays, everybody. That's Thank right. You. Feliz Navidad, my friend. <laughs> so... I always, and I hate to say it, so when this man talks, I almost want to turn you guys off, but then it's like, I love you guys. So I got to bear listening. The mental gymnastics this dude talks to try to polish up a turd is just, it's actually impressive. Like, I wish this guy was at my parent-teacher conferences back in the day. <laughs> he almost All the excuses he makes, it's almost like, and I'm, I won't cuss on this, but you guys remember Major League when they're in the stands. I don't know if it's Quaid talking, but somebody, they're talking about how it, why it could have been, a, oh, it was too high, it was too, too high. high, oh, it was too far. They're like, who gives a blank? It's yeah, gone. Like, right. I, and shout out to Courtney and all them. You could tell they're, 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 they're over it. And with the, with the heat they're pressing on them, like, the culture is really awesome. It's more than just, you got to be productive as well. That's part of the culture. And the fact that you guys are the walking Grim Reaper, like, you, two, what'd you say, two wins in the last calendar year? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand it. Polls, again, I don't understand any of the moves, like to the other guy's point. You could have done one or the other. You didn't need to do both for this stuff. It's 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 a sinking shit. I, I just, I don't understand. But the way, the more this guy talks, it's just, it's mind-boggling to me. And do you guys think with that move, Polls is safe? Because they wouldn't allow him to make this yeah, seems- kind of... Seems, calibrate a move without it. And I'll hang up and listen. Seems, love you guys. Love the show. Thanks, Tony. Seems like he might be because they let him make that move. I don't know for sure. I, I, I think he and Warren have more of an amicable relationship than Kevin Warren has with anybody else in the building. Could be. Besides his bosses. It could be. Well, yeah, I, I think it probably you lean that he's safe, but that a lot of other people might go, that that coaching staff probably go. Uh, they're they've got a they got a, a two hundred winning percentage right. You're twenty percent. They're yeah. five and twenty. Yeah, it's no good. Five and twenty. Yeah, two hundred percent. Carm. Point two zero zero. Point. I mean, it's no good. You got a twenty percent winning percentage. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's no good. Move the decimal. Twenty percent. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, the culture's phenomenal. Like, yeah, five and twenty. You're got a great culture. Holy cow. Scott's in Aurora. What's going on, Scott? Hey, good morning, man. How are you? Or good, good afternoon. How are you guys? We're great. Hey, stupid question, but, you know, since this contract hasn't actually been signed, let's say they woke up today and went, you know, we really screwed this up. Is there a way they can go, you know what, after the physical, there was a couple things that maybe didn't, uh, <laughs> you know, come across as correct? Or is that kind of 
you know, frowned and poo-pooed upon since that was a trade deadline acquisition. You know, what if the Bears are like, yeah, we're going to have to pull out on this thing. We, there was something that came back and we don't like. Well, they, they, it might be. Thanks, yeah, if he doesn't pass the physical, the, the, the deal is null and void. But I think Scott's saying, like, if they are so shocked that they don't have a deal in place and they're getting vibes from Montez Sweat that he has no intention of signing her. Could they fail him on his physical? Could they fail him on his physical? It would then go to an independent one if Washington said, no, he's fine, he's uh, healthy. Is that what happens? It would go to an independent doctor, and the independent doctor would go ahead and ma- make a ruling on it. Okay. He did have a little bit of a heart issue I was reading. I don't remember that. Coming out, of, coming out of college. <laughs> Nothing but a heartache. And he was crossed off on a few yeah. teams' lists because of the heart issue. But he's been, you know, he's been a he's durable been a player. Yeah, yeah he's, he's been, been a pro. pretty durable player. Hasn't, hasn't missed too many games in his career. 312-332-3776. We'll circle back to a bunch of your calls a little bit later on. Courtney Cronin's got an update from Hallis. Another wild day up in Lake Forest. We'll talk to Courtney when we come back next. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. I'm dreaming boy, Chris. of a Well, once again, Christmas. Carmen and Yurko are first. You didn't Just even recognize like it last break. Oh, did I miss it? I yeah. I wasn't even paying attention. My spring scene. How did I miss that? You for missed all the olds out there? The yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. What did you just say? Yeah, for the, all the old, old school what, what people What is out this? There. Old guys. Oh, oh, no. This is different. Yeah, this, this, is, this, this, is, this is classic. This is classic. <laughs> this is classic. There's a difference between classic and, and, old. and old. And old. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Trusty old. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, I will say my loose internet research has shown that the other station in town that usually plays Christmas music, at the moment, it doesn't sound like they are. No. What were they so playing the fray? We beat them again. Uh, yeah, they were playing uh, Savage Garden. Uh, Savage Garden. I mean, do you realize this year we basically handed it to them on a silver platter? Yeah, we gave Normally, it we're doing this in September. We said, let's let the other station maybe beat us. Foolishly enough. They can have gate one. Call right? feeder. They no. can't beat yeah. us. Their website is dressed up as if they would be playing holiday right. music. They no. haven't done it yet. But they're not. Now, which foolishly is confusing enough, to me. Carmen and Yurko win again. Right. The reason you and I lost focus this year is because we had such high hopes for the Chicago Bears. Is that why? After crushing our soul with a two and six start, we have now decided to refocus our energies yes. on what's important. And what's important is being the first to play holiday music. It is a tradition. You're welcome. Call it Agress. Let him call know. It, call it Agress. Okay. Call it Agress. Let him know. But he's not too busy yelling and uh, being mad at us. I mean, maybe he could celebrate the fact that. Paul Greenberg. Uh, uh, or Greenberg, yeah, maybe, maybe he'll they write could, something about us. Why is Agress mad guys. at us? Not mad, but uh, you know, he's not mad. He's just pointing things out. Pointing That's things all. out. Well, don't be upset with him. I'm not upset. I don't care. Well, what are you yelling at me for? Sounds like you're upset. What are you yelling at me for? I think uh, I think they should celebrate something uh, happy and cheerful for crying out loud. And uh, again, we have been the first to play Christmas well, music. And hopefully today they will. A tradition unlike hopefully any today other. today they will. But you know what? They notice no, what they notice. they something bad. Hey, they notice what they notice. Greenberg will still write something uh, nasty. Who, John? Yeah. No, not oh, yeah. John. Oh, yeah. John's a, he's an affable fella. <laughs> is that what he is? I think he is. He's an affable fella. <laughs> family man. <laughs> he is a family man. Yes, he is. There's no gray area there. <laughs> Every time I see him, I saw him uh, at Hallis Hall mm-hmm. earlier this year. And he he just he sees me and he laughs. Well, like, what is it? Do I make jolly. you laugh? I'm yeah. just thank you, jolly, jolly for fat people. Thank you. That's the that, that's the code for your fat. Am I a clown? You you don't even realize the bias you have in the word jolly. 
All right, you're right. That's a little like it make like Santa's no, fat and no, jolly. Okay, jolly means how about you're gregarious? Yeah, that's great. Jolly, there's a certain effervescence that I have. Yes. Okay, but the, jolly's fine. I have no problem with jolly. I don't care. There's a certain effervescence that Courtney Cronin has as well. Oh, she, she brings does. it to the show every Wednesday. Oh, she, she brought joins. it to the she brought it to the uh, the interview room. Good today. for her. She and her? the rest of them. She wasn't happy. She wanted to know about Culture it's, Club. It's nonsense. Karma, up there. karma, 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 chameleon. It's, it's complete nonsense up yeah. there. We Courtney. have a standard. <laughs> yes. We're <laughs> two and two <laughs> in the last four. Yeah. Great quote. <laughs> Courtney Crota joins us on the Car X Tire and Auto Guest Hotline with the latest from Hallis Hall. Uh, I mean, I don't know. What do, you, what do we even say do we here, do? Courtney? What, I mean, what's going I've on? I've never heard of two coaches getting fired for disciplinary reasons in the same season. Maybe like every decade or so it happens once to a like team. Like in but, 2017, the Miami Dolphins. But my God, I mean, like, what's what, going on? What is happening up there? Yeah, a coach that I spoke with um, this morning just kind of, you know, this stuff comes out and people, you know, want to talk about it. They want to hear about what you're hearing. And, someone I spoke with was like, man, this stuff used to happen in Washington all the time. Um, and we know obviously how that played out with the commanders and their, you know, selling of the team to a different ownership group to try to clean up the sludge that, uh, you know, just, just surfaced everywhere in that organization. And it's, it's, it's bad for business when you're being compared to the Washington commanders because of all the off field stuff that had accumulated for years and years and years. And, you know, the reason I asked Matty Berflus that question about culture is because you're right, Yurko, I don't know, outside of the the cocaine thing that yeah. happened with the Miami Dolphins, yeah. wasn't that Joe Philbin or whatever? Like, you I know, think Philbin like, was the head coach, he I was think, the head at the time. Coach, yeah. Yeah. Whatever the hell that nonsense was, like, yeah. you know, you don't have two coaches leave before the halfway point of the season <laughs> under normal circumstances. Right. So very clearly, like, if you don't think something's amiss here, then you're, then, then I don't know what to tell you. And that's just tough. And, you know, you know Matty Berflus, um, he made these hires. He hired these people onto his staff and very clearly there's stuff that was missed there. And it's hard I think when you when you have stuff that clearly blindsided him, I know that he would not directly answer that question this afternoon. But you wouldn't have hired these people if you if you knew the red flags that were you know clearly going to pop up at any minute. And now they're in a situation that they're down a defensive coordinator, so he has to do that job, and a running backs coach. And they were the sixth best rushing offense, you know, as of last week. It's not a good look. None of this is a good look. There's no way that you can shine this and say that there are positives you can take away, even though the team stance is that they got a handle on it and they, they handled it immediately and that shows leadership. It's still a gigantic black eye on a season that's been filled with them when you're two and six, you have had off-field instance after off-field instance this season, and we're at the halfway point of the season and you just got to wonder, okay, what's next? What's coming? Like what's coming out of the woodwork next? Because every time you think things have calmed down, something like this pops up in this organization. And it's a sign of like, you know, and in the NCAA, they have that lack of institutional control clause that they could throw at head coaches, whatever the equivalent of that is within the pro ranks. That is what it is here. And it's not necessarily Lack of accountability is lack of stability that begins with the head coach and the people that he brought into this organization. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, is Have you been able to gather any info on a potential long-term deal for Montez Sweat? Where does that stand? 
No, because at this point, you know, that was supposed to be the big news of the day where you typically hear from the general manager after a massive trade like that has been made. But everything that I have heard, everybody I've checked in with, there's there's nothing there yet. Um, the precedent you can go off of, like, to know how important this would be to get a deal is that, you know, like, last year when Bradley Chubb was traded to the Miami Dolphins, that week, I think it was within the first two or three days, he got an extension. Two days, so yep. I would imagine that that's got to be top of mind. But again, they're putting out other fires very clearly. Uh, their attention is, is a lot of different places right now, whether it's on, you know, the David Walker situation, Montez Sweat, Justin Fields, and his thumb. I mean, there's there's enough um, enough things to go around that would have them, you know, occupied in a lot of sense in a lot of different ways. But that has to be the number one thing that they consider. Otherwise, there's no logic. There's just no logical way to spin it that you'd be taking on, uh, you know, a guy for a short-term rental and giving up a second-round pick to do it when you're two and six. Like, there's just there's no logic behind that. So that's the only thing that makes sense here. If people want to keep their jobs and if people want to, you know, find the, you know, get, see a positive outcome out of this trade versus the last time they did this, is that if they get a long-term deal worked out. Because the franchise tag, I mean, if you really want to piss off a player, bring him in here mid-season and do that in the off-season, by all means. But that is not a sign of of stability within a franchise if that's the option they go. Trade uh, a two-win team trades for a player. They might win five all season, and then they franchise him. I mean, really, you want to piss off a guy? That's a good way to do it. Uh, I expect a lot of turnover come January. Are you connecting any dots to Ryan Poles being safe because – he was allowed to make this kind of a deal yesterday? It's a good question. I think it's still too early to tell. Um, I, I know that like the questions come up about Eberflus. Oh, they made a trade for a defensive player. That must mean he's safe. I think that's pretty obviously not the case. Um, Agreed. You know, at, this, at this point, it just doesn't feel realistic because of not just this situation, but if they have to bring a new quarterback in, you're going to want somebody to develop that quarterback and this staff from you know the head coach all the way down, even though he's a defensive head coach, which is another reason you'd want to make a change. But it like the staff has not developed the quarterback position the way they need to. You cannot afford to take a risk again there. So when it comes to the coaching staff, there's a reason that this feels like it's headed towards another reboot. And when we see what happened with Josh McDaniels and the Raiders today, after 25 games, they're already hitting reset. That kind of spells disaster at the end of the season for this coaching staff and being able to stay to stay on long term in Chicago but um you know i i think with polls he's definitely not been afraid to go back to the well and some risky decisions this certainly comes with risk but you know to to see a player who is about to enter his prime because we know pass rushers really start to get there the really good ones start to get there around 29:30 and this in Montez Sweat is 27 years old you know, you can justify it with that, but like with those factors in mind, but you're not, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean by any stretch that, that he's, you know, locked in here. I mean, look, look at the level of dysfunction within this franchise. It's not just, you can't pin it all in one place. And, you know, we don't know what Kevin Warren's thinking. We have not heard from him today. I thought would have been a prime opportunity to, to have him come down and address things given the halfway point of the season and some of the turmoil. I mean, again, very rare to have two coaches leave in the middle of the season for disciplinary reasons. Um, like we don't know which way he's, he's leaning here as far as the general manager, but for him to be given the sign off from ownership, that's where it comes first and foremost for him to be able to make that trade. Like 
the pass rush, regardless of whoever's making decisions next year, whether it's polls, whether it's somebody else, um, it has to be fixed. And this is one way to start doing that, regardless of what happens okay. next year. All right. Anything else we should know for uh, this week, Courtney? Um, the injury updates that came out today. So Brisker's still in concussion protocol. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds is going to be day-to-day with that knee injury. I know that he escaped what looked like it could have been a pretty serious, significant injury, but uh, another one to monitor. And, you know, with, with Braxton Jones uh, not quite there yet last week, maybe this is the week he's ready to go at left tackle. And then keep an eye. I mean, M- Matt Eberflew said they were going to try to get Montez Sweat up to speed ASAP, so maybe that means he plays this weekend. I know that seems kind of far-fetched considering he just got here. He isn't even here yet and hasn't even passed his physical. But, you know, if you're going to make this sort of move like and expect, you know, to, to try to save jobs and all of that, you're going to want the player out there sooner rather than later. Yep. Is uh, Eddie Jackson going to be on deck again this week? Just they're available, <laughs> yeah, break, available glass but, in right. case, break glass in case of emergency, in case of emergency. Well, yeah, I mean, he's—he's he's got. It was a bizarre situation to see him active and then not see him play. Uh, today we do not. There's no practice today. It was a closed walkthrough, so we right. won't get a chance to see him out there. But um, tomorrow should be a good indicator of where he's at health-wise. If he's going to be able to play. Courtney, thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys. Take right, care. We'll Thanks, Nola. Uh, there's Courtney Cronin at Courtney R. Cronin on Twitter. Follow her for all the latest and the best. She joins us on the CarX Tire and Auto Guest Hotline. It's Carmen and York coming right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Yurko loves this. Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. Oh, we beat everybody again in the market. That's, that's what we do. First for Christmas music. Not everybody loves that the holiday season now begins on November 1st. I like it. I love the holidays. I love Thanksgiving. I, uh, I love, you know, yeah. I have a December birthday. I love Christmas. I love the New Year. I love it. These next two months are great. Dare I say, Carm, uh, what happens at this time? This is like the alert for me that the NFL season will soon be over. Not anymore, though, is it? You're yeah, November because... I get it. It goes in the middle of February. Like when you played, maybe? I, you anticipate Thanksgiving. You anticipate the holidays. Next thing you know, holidays are over. You're in the last week of the season. Doesn't it feel like now it's like the NFL season's just beginning almost in a weird way on November 1st? But you know? for me, it's the reminder that it's the end. Is that right? Yeah. maybe it's... Because by the time the holidays are over. Yeah, that's true. Where are we? You're sort of at you're the playoffs. Well, we're the second. Uh, January 2nd is week 17. Then you got week 18 the next week. Right. And now the weekend after that, you're in the you got all the playoff games happening. Yeah. One team with the bye, everybody else is engaged. Well, I don't mind that we start celebrating the holidays on November 1st. I'm all for it. I know it drives some people crazy. You can, I don't think, I think it's fair to say wait till um, Thanksgiving to turn the Christmas lights on. That's fine. But I'll tell you what, we get a few nice warm days still, and we should. I'm putting up my Christmas lights. No, I don't. Maybe I won't well, turn this them weekend, on. This weekend will be 60 degrees. Yeah, this weekend's going to be nice. Yeah, you're going to put your Christmas stuff out this I weekend? I might, but I won't turn, I won't turn them you on won't until turn it on. No, Thanksgiving. I get it. I but get you it. might as well do it when the weather's nice. Yeah. Instead of waiting I'll, for the first week of December when it's maybe I'll, really I'll cold. I'll think about it, but I'm not doing anything. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, I still got to burn off some of the, the, the brush that I have. 
I still got to do some burning of the brush. He says stuff like this, and then I start to picture: Is he at his house, really burning off the brush? Like what's happening over there? I mean, like you I, do, you got to you got to bring everything back. Do you want to see why I think he's the most fascinating person ever? When I take video of burning the brush, I will take the video for you. That way, you could see it all happen. You got to burn off the brush. What else are you going to do? I don't even know what that means. Where I mean, are you going to put it? What On brush? The curb? Are you... What are you talking about? All the plants around the house. You burn. You got to take things down. You got to take it down. Let like it dry. You, you, yeah, you burn it. Yeah, really? you put it on fire. Are you guys buying this? I mean, is he burning off the? the no, brush? I agree with him. You kind of have to get yeah. it ready for the spring. I've never once burned off the brush it. at my house. What about I your do. leaves? What do you do with your leaves? I, I rake them and I put them in the street. And the city comes by twice a week and picks them up. What yep. a great city you live in, man. Your city that you're not supposed to burn leaves. Oh, uh, we burn. No, you I don't just, think it's good for the. You uh, rake for the we, we rake her uh, right before there's a street cleaning day. We rake or blow them into the not, uh, street. It's not good for what the climate scam. Well, I don't think it's good for the environment for the air scam. The climate do you, scam. Do you know what my grandpa used to do with the dead leaves? I'd have to go over, especially as he got older. You know, some what he used guys to do? utilize it for the garden. Yeah, that's what my grandfather to insulate, used to, do. to insulate the ground. Yeah. So absolutely. my grandfather would call yeah. like in the middle or the end of November and give me the heads up with this broken English. You got come over. We got to turn all the stuff and bury all. He'd take all like the dead vegetables, yeah. the dead plants, and the leaves, and we bury it, it and we yeah. turn it over. Yeah, and then you put the leaves on top. And then in the spring, he had this like rich, like this carbon rich, yeah. beautiful, yeah. rich soil, healthy soil. Sure, I'm not surprised. So that's what we used to do. Did he uh, put any uh, you know manure on there? I don't think he any ever put any manure. I don't Never think got any so. Of that? I don't think Worked so. Worked it into the soil? Maybe. I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe. But he used to call me when he got too old. Yeah. Carmen, he was stubborn. You're a little Louie and Anthony. Yeah. Get your asses over here. And we'd have to go over and he'd have his yeah. whole backyard was this huge sprawling garden. And yeah. have to, there was no He's grass. drinking espresso. You guys are working. Yeah. You'd have to turn He's, over the garden. He's got some porchetta, you know, cooking. It's actually not too far. He didn't smoke, but yet maybe a glass of wine and a piece I of food. I didn't say he smoked. Oh, I thought you said he was smoking. What'd you say? No, porchetta. He's having porchetta. Yeah. yeah. Now he'd have a glass of wine and a right. peach or something. Yeah, he'd know. sit there and he'd watch you Get guys work. work. Yeah. yeah. It's time, kids. <laughs> so good. You're doing it wrong, Louie. It's so good. Louie. Uh, Eric. Six inches. <laughs> Eric's in Lyons Township. What's up, Eric? Eric. Yeah, hello. Yes. Yeah, what's hello. going on, Eric? Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. We're doing good. Thank, uh, you. thank you. Welcome aboard. Yeah. I got two. I got two partners. Did you guys uh, like the way Eberflus ended the last game? I mean, he did the onside kick. Then they go three and out, and he just lets the time go out. I mean, that's not good culture. I think that he just showed his whole team that he quit. He's like the only. What do we joke? He's the only coach that's never used a single. Did he use a single timeout? I don't think he used the no, single. No, timeout. he didn't use one single timeout. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Dislike that whole end of the game. That's There's funny. No point of the onside. What was the other Under point? Arrow. What was your other point? And then uh, Montez Sweat only portrayed because he's going to be one of the top five edge rushers in free agency. Oh yeah, I think that a lot of people are hard on it. I mean, he's he's rated higher than uh, was it Brian Burns, and Brian Burns is someone I would have liked more than DJ Moore in that trade. So I think yeah. that we got a good trade on that. Yeah, they're not get. I don't think they're getting rid of Brian Burns. You're right about that, Eric. And I don't disagree. He would definitely have been one of the five top, certainly, probably one of the three top pass rushers available. Right? Don't you think? Oh it's, yeah. Brian Burns, DJ, uh, DJ Moore, excuse me, Brian DJ Burns, Jazzy Chase, Jeff, Chase Young, and Montez Sweat, right? I mean, if you look at the crop, I, I don't think there's any doubt. Unless I'm forgetting somebody, it's not a great class. Burns probably won't be available. I have a hard time believing Carolina will let him get away. If they've got to use the franchise tag, they probably will. Uh, Joe's in Dalton. What's up, Joe? 
Hey, what's going on, guys? So, Yerk, I'm with you on two things. Definitely, I'm out here in Oak Forest where I live. We burn. We're burning it. Burning, baby. Um, the other thing I'm with you on is I don't think Montez Sweat was going to hit free agency, which brings me to these things I wanted to say to kind of convince your uh, callers that they don't like the uh, the, the trade. Uh, one, he's a proven player. Uh, nothing is promised in the draft. Um, to me, when I see him uh, and when I watch him at the draft, I mean, the guy's a crazy athlete. He, I think he broke the 40 time for a DN. He runs like almost a 4 3 40. Um, just him with his stats alone, he's going to be probably the best best um, player on the de- on the uh, in the defense. And uh, yeah, I don't know. No, I think he ran like a four four something, didn't he? Four four one. Boy, that's flying for a big man, isn't it? Yeah, Oof. he's huge. Holy and I mean, the guy cow. and he's a. Oof. He, and he's and he's always out there, and wow. he's just getting better. And and I heard the coaches from Washington were saying that they hated to let him go. Yeah. So I feel like if we would have let him get to free agency, I don't think he was getting there. Yeah, and it's, but we it, wouldn't have had a chance at him because he's a Georgia kid. He wanted to go back to Atlanta yeah. to be around family. Another team yeah. might have swooped in and traded for him anyway, Joe. I, I get it. Like I just think I think there's some risk involved here because it's going to be such a high second-round pick. Again, Yurko and I have not at any moment here questioned the kid's talent or no. the, the, his merit. I no, mean, matter of fact, play. the first day we talked about it, when we were thinking about the trade deadline happening, we said of the two yeah. that Sweat would probably be a better option, but I thought you'd be able to get him for less. Uh, four four one in his 40 time at the combine. That's flying for yeah. a big man. I, don't, yeah. I didn't realize he ran it that fast. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. It's Carmen and York back in two.